When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Florida Department of Education announced Friday that it had rejected more than 50 math textbooks from next year's curriculum, citing references to critical race theory among reasons for the rejections. We're talking about 54 out of 132 textbooks that were submitted that would not be added to the state's adopted list because they did not adhere to Florida's new standards or contain prohibited topics. Reasons for rejecting textbooks included references to critical race theory. Now, you're asking, if you're asking what that is, critical race theory examines the intersection of race, society and law in the United States and challenges mainstream American liberal approaches to racial justice. But also there were other reasons, inclusion of Common Core and also unsolicited addition of social emotional learning in mathematics. Okay, we want to understand what all this means and discuss it with Omokengo Dibinga. He's a professor of intercultural communications at American University. Thank you very much for being with us today. Thanks for having me. So I actually think it's important to teach critical race theory, but how did it make its way into mathematics books? Perhaps you can help us understand. Well, one of the things that we need to understand first and foremost is that critical race theory itself is not taught in K-12 schools, okay? Critical race theory was actually created in the 80s by professors like Derrick Bell and others of his students, Mary Matsumura, Kimberly Crenshaw, Richard Delgado, and others for law school students. And the goal was to study the policies in the United States from a racialized lens, its impact on race in America. It was for law school, upper level, graduates. So even most law school students didn't take it. Undergraduate students don't take it. And so what it's become is a blanket term in America now to basically talk about anything that deals with teaching about America's racialized history. And so critical race theory is actually a catchword right now to really block the teaching of any history that does not celebrate non-white people in the way that these, uh, these leaders, so-called leaders, feel that they should teach it. Okay, Professor, let's take a step back though, and maybe you can help me understand, and I'll repeat my question. How did these issues make their way into mathematics books? because it surely wasn't the case when I was studying mathematics, neither in the US nor here in Israel. Well, one of the things that we've been doing in education across the United States is we've been looking at ways to diversify the way math is taught. Similar with English, when you get to poetry lessons and you pretty much study dead white males. And so we've been looking at our math books, we've been looking at other ways to see if we can incorporate more diverse authors, more diverse perspectives into different things that speak about things like equations, because people talk about math is life. 
So are there ways that you can apply math to real life situations? And so that's when conversations relating to diversity and inclusion started making their way into math books as a way to make it more open and accessible to all students. But Governor DeSantis says, and I quote, we don't want things like math to have some of, of the other con concepts introduced. It's not been proven to be effective. And quite frankly, it takes our eye off the ball. What do you say well, to Governor that? DeSantis is, well, Governor DeSantis is not an educator. I work in K-12 schools, public, private, and charter schools, as well as at the university level, and he's absolutely wrong, particularly with math. When you see particularly the representation of math faculty as relates to faculty who are non-white, the number is really limited. And so when you bring in other stories, you make math more interesting. When you talk about different experiences with math, you make it more interesting. There are people out there, educators out there, who are taking hip hop and turning it into math lessons to reach more of their inner city students. And so Governor DeSantis does not understand the innovations in math that are taking place across the country that are getting more students involved and interested. He's absolutely wrong. What age do you think it should be taught in school? What age do I think critical race theory should be taught in yeah. school? Do you think it well, applies for, think for kindergarten to elementary school, for example? Well, again, for critical race theory is not a course that's being taught in the United States. What but people through are other subject matters. Through other subject, what other subject matters are doing is they're talking about America's racial history. So for example, Critical race theory now is you can say Rosa Parks, you can mention her name, she was tired and she sat down, but under these critical race theory bans, you can't talk about what she was protesting. You can talk about Jackie Robinson and his foray into Major League Baseball and integrating baseball, but you can't talk about the racism before that. This is what people are using to dodge the idea of talking about race in America. They're even working to ban books about Malala because she's a brown person who has been an international hero. And so what I'm saying is that we have to rework. We can't use the language that people who are against critical race theory are using to condemn it because they literally do not know what they're talking about. One of our main broadcasters here in the United States, Tucker Carlson, he literally said, I've been talking about critical race theory for over a year and I still don't know what it is. Most people don't know what it is, but it sounds cool to ban it. Well, Dr. Omokongo Dibinga, thank you very much for sharing your views with us uh, today. Certainly very important. You've enlightened me, I can say, and I hope our viewers as well. Thank you very much. Thank you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>